Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and uh, it's been a crazy week, y'all. It's been a crazy week. We're counting down the holidays, and you know we're just going to do, do a check-in and uh, make sure you get home safe, because this week, not everybody was fortunate enough to get back home literally, and back home to themselves. So we're going to talk about that. Um, Yeah, whatever space you're in right now, I just want you to, you know, take a deep breath, you know, take a pause, reflect, relax. And if you're driving, you know, just take your time. And if you're home, just remind yourself that you are somewhere safe, as long as you're with yourself. Okay, so uh, stay tuned. Guys, what's going on? How are you? How's your heart? I know when I first started this podcast, that was one of the main questions I would uh, I would ask. And I forget how that started. I think I would have to go back in time to figure out where, where that came past, where somebody first asked me, how how is your heart? You know, because I know in life we ask people, hey, how are you doing? And the first response is good. You know, everything's good. It's like, oh, yeah, how's the weather? <laughs> but when you ask somebody, hey, how's your heart doing? You know, that that stops them in their tracks. And I think it forces them to think about what's actually going on in my life. How is my heart? Right. No one's ever asked me that. So now it's going to stimulate a different way of thinking. This person wants to know how I'm actually doing. You know, this person wants to know how I, how I feel. Maybe this is a new space, new safe space that I wasn't aware of. Right? Asking somebody, hey, how's your heart? It's not just saying, hey, let's get past this moment with nice CDs. It's saying, hey, let's take this moment to figure out how we're both doing. And I think that's so important to just kind of think about, you know, in, in, in our day-to-day living you know, in, in terms of like how we interact and how we engage, how we engage with each other. You know, that whole concept of you never know what somebody's going through. It's like you shouldn't have to know to care about another person, right? Somebody shouldn't have to be on fire for you to just make sure they're good. You know, make sure they're taken care of in your care. Um You know, one of the things I always remember and remind myself, especially when it comes to my relationships, is like, I will never brag about being a friend to anyone or being in somebody's life if they feel like they have no one. That's nothing to brag about to me because that means I'm not doing my job. 
as that person's, you know, person <laughs> in their life. You know, there's nothing to brag about calling somebody a friend or anything else and you're not present for them. You don't get bragging rights for that. <laughs> you know, you don't get that label. You know, just earlier this week, Twitch passed. Uh, you know, I it's funny because I typically don't get caught up in celebrity passings or, or things like that. There's a level of empathy, but like, I'm not one of those people that's, you know, constantly posting or like, you know, doing the RIP, you know, check on your family and all that stuff because it's kind of virtuous signaling. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very much, you know, uh, in my opinion, performative because if like, if you're this distraught about a celebrity passing, but the people in your life, you don't really give the time of day. It's like, how much do you value life? Right? How much do you value life? You know? And I think that's something to think about now with Twitch. I did post about it for, for a myriad of reasons, you know, uh, because I think whenever the talk of suicide comes up, you know, the first thing that comes out is, you know, check on your strong friends. That's always the first one. That's that's popular. You know, check on your strong friends. Um, and it's like, yeah, but do we? <laughs> you know, do we do we make it a point to to check on? people um outside of our convenience do we make it a point to you know to look out for people like i said you know somebody shouldn't have to be on fire for you to just make sure that they're good right somebody shouldn't have to be screaming and yelling that they're in need of help for you to just be like hey what's going on you know is there anything that you need you know i'm here if you need anything kind of still puts the work on the other person versus saying that hey i'm here i'm checking on you what is it that i can do what is it that you need right now and i love asking that question versus hey do you need anything because a lot of times if somebody is not used to asking for help or used to being help their first response is going to be no so when you ask hey what is it that you need right now how can i help again it allows a different thought process it allows a person to think hey is there anything that i need um, that this person can help me with you know what if it's just a listening ear you know all these little things matter and again when it comes to mental health just because somebody is not walking around with a broken hand doesn't mean they don't have parts of themselves that they need help healing. And it's so necessary to just be cognizant of that possibility. And again, when it came to when it came to Twitch, um that one hit me hard. That one hit me hard just because you know, there's a lot to that. <laughs> there's a lot to that. And like I said, when the whole, you know, check on your strong friends and everything, or this person was a light, whenever I hear that, it's just like, 
I think we just got to do better about making sure people get home safe, you know, literally and figuratively. That's that's something that I grew up on, you know, whenever I was out, um, you know, or if I came home, my mom wasn't there. One of the things she always said, you know, text me when you get to where you are. Let me know when you're on your way home. Let me know you made it home. <laughs> and now as an adult, I do that all the time with my friends, with, with my people in general. Hey, if I'm talking to you and I know you're out somewhere let me know you made it home because in my head, I still think that you're out and I just want to make sure you got home safe. And there's so many ways to make sure people get home safe. And it's not just always a literal home. It's just about, hey, are you at peace right now? How do you feel? Do you feel at home in your body or is, is there a disturbance? Right? <laughs> are there things that we need to figure out and, um, you know, try to work through or just be aware of? You know, making sure people get home safe is not just making sure they physically get home. It's just making sure they feel at peace in their own body, um, in their own mind, in their own heart, in their own spirit. Sometimes just asking, hey, just making sure you got home safe. And uh, it's a game changer. You know, let me know you made it home. Let me know you're good. That's what that's saying. Hey, I care about your well-being. And I think when we think about it that way, again, it's the little things that matter. It's the little things that add up. And, you know, going back to Twitch, you know, the it hit me hard. It hit me hard. And I thought about it for a number of reasons because... The first thing that came to my mind, you know, everybody was like, oh, man, you're such a light and everything like that. And it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of times it's the people that are trying to make sure everybody else is good. They're not in the best place because, well, they're trying to make sure you don't feel that. <laughs> you know, that's the goal, making sure that no one feels the pain that I'm feeling. Or naturally by design, you just have a light that you're always just trying to give and offer and, 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 and bridge community because you recognize how necessary that is. Um, and as we move into this new year, there's a lot of things. I didn't know how I was going to start this and how I was going to lead into this or how I was going to finish and exit. But I think it's all important. Um, little nuggets, right? As you go into the year, or even tomorrow when you get up, as you listen to this, the goal is to be home with yourself versus always walking out the door to try to get away from yourself. With the whole new year, new me thing, it's like, you know, you try to reinvent yourself because what you're saying subconsciously is that the person that I am is not good enough for other people to admire. So therefore, it's not good enough for me to appreciate versus being eager to grow more into who you are and recognize who that is and value that person. It's a different energy, right? Again, being somebody for yourself that you look forward to coming home to. The way I understand myself now presently is that people are not competing with each other for my peace or my energy. It's like people are literally competing with me. <laughs> you know, when it's all said and done, I look forward to 
spending time, you know, with myself, developing some new things, just exploring whatever it is I'm looking to create, build, be uh, in small ways and big ways. But overall, it's just I am a person at the end of the day that I look forward to coming home to and spending time with. And that's the goal. It's not about making sure other people like you or approve of you at the end of the day. It's literally about you recognizing, hey, at the end of this hard day, I get to go home and spend time with one of my favorite people, me. So I got permission from from my friend to share this audio message because her and I, we were talking about, you know, I was using, I was, I was talking about let my hair grow out, right? It's something that I have stayed away from for God knows how long. I used to hate when my hair grew out. I was like, man, I hate it because it looks disheveled and I just don't like it. It makes me feel horrible. So um, I I always keep my hair low. And then I don't know what really happened this year, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let my hair grow out. You know, obviously I'm gonna tame it and everything like that. Keep it nice, do my best. But I'm going to let it grow out and I'm going to see what that feels like. And I've been loving the process. <laughs> you know, there's no real goal goal. You know, I just want to see what it looks like. Obviously, keeping it maintained and everything like that. But it's just these little things, you know, and we were just we were just having a conversation. And she she I can't quote her properly. So I'm going to let you guys listen to this this audio message. Oh, I love that. And yeah, I love what you said at the end. It's like getting to know who you are as a person, like meeting you should be an exciting thing, right? Because we can walk through life hating ourselves and not wanting to look at the stuff inside of us because it's scary. And um, I think a lot of people do treat themselves like they treat other relationships at arm's length. And we wander around and we're like lost, right? And I think like sometimes I feel that when I feel lost and not sure where I'm going, it's because I've lost sight of like who I am and what drives me and um, what makes me is me. (laughs) And what makes me is me is what allows me to want to do certain things and to pursue certain things. And as soon as I start losing sight of that, I get all discombobulated. So, yeah, it's super solid. Um, I think you should definitely do a podcast episode on it. I think you would have a lot to, to talk about with that for sure. So shout out to, to my homie Mal. Because <laughs> we were talking, I was like, you know, I definitely got to do an episode on this. Because we were just talking about, you know... Again, going into the new year or just going through life, you know, a lot of times we're so caught up in what it is that other people are expecting of us or what we think is going to be the thing that makes us valued and wanted in any capacity. And, you know, we get lost in that, right? And we start finding more ways to creatively abandon ourselves in the hopes that somebody else is going to accept and receive us and like welcome us into their world. And it's like, it doesn't happen that way. You know, it does not happen that way. Self-abandonment leads to other people abandoning us because, you know, I I use this. There was uh, the one movie that comes to mind, (laughs) oddly enough, I don't know why, is The Craft. 
And if you don't know the craft, it's, it's a vibe. It's about four, four high school girls who are witches. And, you know, I think it's more of a story about karma, whatever the case may be, but love that movie. And there's one girl in particular. She's she's like the main chick. Um, her she lives in a trailer. Her mom gets with this guy who's just as toxic, right? And the way I think about it, when it comes to ourselves, is like we find ways. We find people who who were willing to abandon us the same way we've been willing to abandon us. You know what I'm saying? Because in that movie, like this girl, I can't think of her name oh, I bind you Nancy Nancy I think her name is Nancy uh both of her parents abandoned her you know and she was kind of dealing with this boy who dogged her out as well and it's like if you think about it in the sense of like you know you as an adult and your little your little you you know you you kind of you be friends with people you date people who are also like willing to abandon your kid along with you abandoning your kid, right? And we don't realize that a lot of times. So when people are like, why do I always attract emotionally available people? You're going to attract a little bit of everything. You'll attract, you know, emotionally, um, emotionally unavailable. You'll attract emotionally available people as well. It's about who you entertain and what um, relationships you cultivate, we're always attracting things, right? It's not just one thing or the other. You get a little bit of everything. Um, and this is all encompassing, you know, like I said, it's been such a, a crazy week emotionally. And I think, again, when it comes to mental health and suicide and all these things, there's so many opinions about what it looks like you know, what it, what it is and, you know, what mental health is. And a lot of times it's coming from people who are not in tune with their own emotions, right? Who don't know what it, it, it feels like to have suicidal ide ideations um, and have not dealt with depression. And what I mean by that is like, you know, even if they have it, they may not be cognizant of it, you know? And it's like their way of getting through it again is constantly abandoning themselves, comes full circle baby let's go right there are certain people who don't acknowledge their their uh, blind spots in their mental health because they are blindly walking through life and again busying themselves with other things to keep them from coming home to themselves right oh I was working late if I keep working late that means I don't ever have to come home to the fact that I'm lonely and I'm by myself and I'm somebody I don't really want to spend time with right um, and the whole, again, that, that whole trope of checking on your strong friends is like, you know, and people have been saying is like, we got to do more than that. It's not just about, Hey, checking on you. It's like, Hey, what's going on? You know, talk to me. Even when things are not, things don't have to be bad for us to have a relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just checking in on people, keeping your word, but also like investing in the relationship you have with people, because if you're, you're, if the effort that somebody extends or the effort that you extend is like, oh, I posted a check on your strong friends or, you know, take care of your loved ones. I did my due diligence versus not only am I, you know, checking on my friends, like I'm keeping a relationship going with them. I'm paying attention to the little subtleties. I'm kind of aware of their week, their hard week. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm aware of myself, you know, and this is not moving forward if you're the strong friend. We, as as the strong, quote, unquote, friends, 
at some point in time, we have to take ownership of the relationships that are sinking our ship. <laughs> Does that make sense? Okay. It's it at some point in time, if there's a track record of you always being the only one to show up, then now's the time for you to recognize, okay, what relationships am I constantly existing in or, or being present in that are not taking care of me? Because this requires me to show up. And if I keep showing up, then that means there's a, an awareness that I have to what's going on, but not an accountability that I'm willing to take on to stop recreating this pattern for myself. You know, as the strong friend, yes, it's cool to care about people, but it's even better to start caring about yourself not in a selfish way, because it's, it's it's not going to be a pendulum swing, right? The goal is to not be like, oh, yeah, you know, to hell with the world. I'm just going to do me. No, that's 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 coming from a place of pain. And that doesn't create the, the community that you're actually looking for. If anything, it kind of shuts you off from the community that you desire and deserve. But the goal is to just recognize, all right, what relationships am I being taken care of? And what do they look like? Right? How often am I on the receptive end of being supported? You know, are people checking in on me? Right. What are what does that look like? Is it a thoughts and prayers and then it's, it's, it's moving forward or is there some something in there? Am I asking for what I need from people and am I willing to be OK with the fact that they can't meet my needs and then making adjustments accordingly? Not everybody who can't meet your needs needs to be cut off, but you can place them elsewhere. But also you can recognize what is it that I'm ex- asking of other people exactly right? What does that ask look like? Is it, is it in reality? Is it reasonable? If it is, then you have permission to make adjustments, right? The kindness and compassion talk, it needs to be on both ends, right? I think there's too much of a double standard when it comes to being kind and compassionate because people only want your kindness for them shortchanging you, right? People only want you to be compassionate for them because they didn't show up for you. But where's the compassion that you deserve from the other party? Oh, I'm just not capable of it. So you should just be able to accept that. Uh, no, I can accept who you are as a person outside of me, but that does not mean I have to tolerate a relationship where I'm not going to be taken care of. And I have to take care of you in return. All right. Um, you know, the goal, like I said, is just making sure we all get home safe. And, and that's the most important thing. Being home with yourself, you know, making sure that that is a place that you enjoy and value matters so much. All right. So, you know, the goal is to start treating yourself like somebody that matters. You know, treat yourself the same way you're willing to treat somebody else that matters to you. You're no exception. You're definitely no exception. You know, honestly, you set the tone. So, you know, get in the habit of treating yourself like a friend that you care about. If your friend was in trouble and needed help, what would you do? Hey, what do you need? Ask them questions, but also you would try to seek out resources to help them. So do the same for yourself. Okay. And, um, I hope this, this episode made sense. Um, forgive me if it's been a little bit of everything, but I think it's so much to kind of encompass and embody in terms of just like, you know, self-care awareness, mental health awareness, what that looks like. Because again, no two people look the same, but there are signs that show that people may be struggling with the same thing when it comes to depression, when it comes to anxiety, when it comes to, you know, suicide ideations, it's like, you know, we, we have room to do better 
by the people around us that we claim to care about. We have so much room to do better. You know, no one's perfect and no one's getting it right every single time. But the goal is to not be perfect. The goal is to be purposeful, persistent, and intentional. And if you can't do that, then hey, stop taking up space in other people's lives. <laughs> you know, allow them the room that they deserve for somebody else to walk in and step in and treat them the way they deserve. Okay. And allow that for yourself as well. Um, yeah. So with that being said, you know, take care of yourselves, guys. I know Christmas is next week. If you guys celebrate Hanukkah, um, Kwanzaa, let's go. Uh, just take care of yourselves. All right. And if you want to book a session with me, um, coaching is available. The link is in the description of this episode. And if you want to help the podcast, um, you can become a patron supporter. Patrons get um, bonus content, uh, ad free episodes. And what else do you guys get? You guys get something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's all encompassing in terms of, you know, you guys get what you pay for. And I do my best to make sure that it's worthwhile. Okay. And if you like this podcast, leave a rating, leave a review. Let the people know what you love. And thank you to the people who have left ratings and have left reviews. Um, because you are a big part of the reason why. This podcast is in the top 5% of educational podcasts globally. Top 5%. Let's go. So with that being said, uh, appreciate you guys. Get home safe. (laughs) Take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Keep your light on. Take flight.